Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. You can't have a cat that's the Joe Exotic of cats, bro. There's yeah, no I mean, like, it's a little fucked up that he would enslave his own people, but, like, I can do that. You're the Joe Exotic of cats. Oh, dude, like, I just, oh. you go, you adopt an, a shit ton of cats, and you just make one of them in charge. That's how I'm, it works. I'm actually the Michael Vick of dogs, which some people just call me <laughs> but. <laughs> You're fucking Bob Arum. Just super, aw. Yellow girl? Get her on here. Come on. Oh. <laughs> you look evil. Like, you look like a villain. She doesn't want to be up here. <laughs> Get your leg down, dude. Ugh. Anyway, that was my cat, guys. And that's not the Joe Exotic of cats. That's cat. <laughs> oh, wait, we're rolling? Yeah, no, we're in the air right now. Oh, my, my cat would never enslave his people. He's a good boy. We're, we're all here for a good time. Cheers. Cheers, dude. Drinking my, what is this? Black cherry coffee seltzer. Wait, did I get fucked up again? Yeah, you just pooped oh, out. Why does this happen, Skype? I don't know. Am I back? You're back. But I'm frozen. Another you're podcast not, not frozen. where I you're can't not see me. You're not but frozen. I can't no, but he wants to see him. <laughs> I can't stand not seeing Can I show you what I see really oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. This is Jeff. Let me walk a mile in your shoes, dude. Dude, let me slap on the size 14. I see. (laughs) It's just me being like, dude, you guys ever. (laughs) I can't stand not being able to see myself. It's like setting your background to yourself, just like your desktop. This is going to drive me crazy. And it happens in the middle of a pod. Let's get him back. Let's get him back. Let's get him back. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Wow, dude. I honestly, why don't we just try to rock this one out ourselves? We don't really need them. I'm, I'm here again. No, oh, thank I, God you're back. There you go. Thank God you're All back. Right, now you're good. Now, hopefully, hopefully. It was not going well. <laughs> I like when it, it says like the integrated, integrated webcam or something. They're like, we had to switch your webcam to the webcam. And I'm like, segregated oh. webcam. <laughs> it's, a black and white reg- it's a black and white webcam. It's a segregated webcam. I'm actually super anti-Logitech, bro. So. It's kind of like where I take my political stances. It's like a huge deal. That's All right, now that the technical difficulties are fucking over, dude. What time were you playing Overwatch last night, dude? I would have fucking joined you and imagine how many more wins you would have had. I probably would have. Probably the same amount. Probably the same amount. I had 10 in a row. Competitive. That's pretty solid. Platinum tank, like, platinum healer. Like 10 in a row, dude. Yeah, we, we, we had a few. We had a few. They're quick play, though. Yeah, you're right. You're there. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere. I was competitive. I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of a competitor. Fucking sniping dudes, dude. Just fucking headshot city earlier. Uh, yeah? Headshots? You know, I'm a hell of a sniper, bro. And when I say hell of a sniper, I mean I probably make 27% of the shots I take, which I feel like is a good sniper. <laughs> I feel dude, like it, it's hard. Right. I, I think it's all well and good for us to, like, talk about stats. Like, yo, dude, I got 27 headshots. 
But like the scary thing is, I think there's a lot of people in the military who actually talk like that about yeah. their real real world wars. Yeah. And you know what's funny is even those guys are like bullshit, dude. Like, like even even uh, what's his fucking name? Who'd Bradley Cooper play? That fucking the the sniper, American sniper guy, like uh, Chris Kyle. Yeah. And he, remember they they were like Chris Kyle did all this stuff. He shot a guy from like 88 miles away, and people were like, No, he didn't. Like people were like, know him, but no, he didn't. Like I'm a sniper rifle, and there's no way he did that. I'm a sniper, I'm a rifle. sniper rifle. I was the one who shot the guy. He just clicked me, and I'm telling you, it didn't happen that way. 88 miles with a sniper rifle? Is that how far do they go? Dude, no, but there was he said something I remember. Like even in the Do you think I can Google how far do snipers go without getting in trouble? Um I Yeah, I think you could do it. You know what? (laughs) Definitely do it all in like the your Gmail account. Oh, it's in meters. No, 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 no. That's because we kill people in other countries. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's because we've never had to use a sniper in the States. I mean, like, there's been times we have. We just didn't need to. Dude, back then, for sure. You don't think Abraham Lincoln would have got fucking sniped, bro? They just didn't have that technology. They're like, I got to sneak in. I got to clean my gun. Sniper rifles can shoot up to .745 miles. That's exactly how far I can shoot. That would be a problem. You're just fucking <laughs> shooting loads off, dude, like mortar strikes. Through the wall. Just like, oh, I think that one landed at the daycare. Oh, shit. <laughs> God, Jeff, you need to turn around. You know the uh, the, the orphanage is northwest. <laughs> oh, where's my no. compass at? Hold on. <laughs> dude, you, you know how the tanks have that like little like shovel behind them that stops them from like flipping over when they shoot? You got to like put one hand down when you fucking come. <laughs> So you don't fucking body shot backwards. (laughs) Could you imagine the first person who made the tank? And he was just like, dude, I think we're fine. And he's just like, like, oh, shit. Like, turtling. I wish wish we hadn't been pussies, dude. I wish instead of putting a stopper, we had, like, embraced it and just calibrated them to do a full flip. Like, those little dogs outside a KB toy that were like, what? Or just, or just That's actually how I shoot my loads, dude. I, yeah. I have to I, I have to tie myself down when I uh, come. Otherwise, I will do a backflip. I'm not even athletic. It's just it's just pure force is what it is, dude. It's pure force. Force. You can't control force. <laughs> Momentum, speed, violence. These are things that I want people said like to describe me at my funeral. <laughs> That's what I say. Violence. Unless <laughs> I killed someone, then don't say that stuff. I'm innocent. Father, husband, violent. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What the hell has been going? Speaking on? of violence, dude. Yeah, no. How was the the Colella cult uh, uh, party tonight? Oh, it was fine. Yeah, it was a good time. We uh, I was pissed because uh, I fucking dude. I bought like the UFC fights on like my card, and then I it didn't give it to me. So I was like. But they were like, we charged you, though. And I was like, no, 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 but I don't have it. So I, yeah, I, but you have a receipt, so you can tell people you watched. Right, so I had to, like, have my dad actually buy it, 
and then <laughs> charged and we'll have to now give him money for the fight so i'm like paying for two cards but so i have to like sort that out and i went to go uh to the store to get my brother a birthday card and my card got declined because they're like remember that the the thing it was fraud and i'm like no it wasn't no oh. you, didn't, you didn't give me the stuff and they're like don't worry we shut down your card without telling you and i was like no, 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 no. Because every year I get to you would never order the fights. Right, of course. I love, I love to stream fights. Everyone knows that. But, dude, I fucking – every year I get Scotty a birthday card that has nothing to do with a male's birthday. Like, I always get him, like, fucking, oh, dude, happy sweet 16, my baby girl. Like, I just get him. <laughs> And then I write – like, I cross out the stuff uh, in the middle, and I just write adopted really big. Like, all <laughs> And, and I just every year, every year I give him a card like that. Every year, and then I got a perfect one in the store today, and it declined buying like a four dollar card, bro. So you're like, Dude. and and it's a girl card, so it looks like you're just being a shitty father. That's no, all but, it looks like. But, oh, but you did get like a happy birthday girl card. I couldn't. My card got oh, declined. I had to oh, I know, but that's what you were like bringing to the register. Because I kind of wish you were just bringing like a general like woman card and people thought that you were like forgot mother's day and you came like three days later to go buy a card and then your card got declined and i'm like yeah dude it's been a tough one actually can you wait to cash this until the end of the week i, uh, <laughs> I have to give her my, her my mother's day card on father's day this year so <laughs> dude i want to start paying in checks and just asking that just to see if i can get away with it that's what my mom says she's like you need to start getting like you know carry around checks with you i was like i don't want to do that I'm gonna just, dude. Tell me this isn't a great card, though. What do you mean carry the... around checks? You get a purse, like. I agree. I don't know. Put in my hat, like I don't fucking. <laughs> Yo, dude, if you start walking around with just a check <laughs> in your pocket, with a golf pencil out of the corner of my ear, yeah. like, <laughs> or one of those pens with like the like 18 colors on them. I'm like, I'm wearing this one in purple. Like the Clark Kent glasses with like that weird little piece of paper. <laughs> you just like have a check there. Hang on, I got this, guys. How much should I tip? Uh, How much should I tip? I'll just do the tip on a separate check. Guys, I got the tip. You guys All got right. dinner. I got the tip. 20%? Blank check. Blank check. Here we go. Did Robert just message us Uno? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what, you literally want to play Uno with the bros? He messaged me 10 minutes ago and said Warzone, and I went, can't have to record a podcast and take a final. And then his comment was, wow, really full night. And then he sent us an Uno game request, and I'm like, bro, I just <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> and he's not in the game? It's an empty lobby. I, can't, I, don't know I don't know what to do with him. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> He's so funny. His memory is so shot sometimes. What if your friend invited you over to hang out and you got there and it was just a completely empty room? Like, no furniture, no one there. would be sick, actually. I'd be scared. I would go investigate. I'd throw a party. I'd, Nancy drew that shit. Yeah, you throw a rager? Dude, yeah, throwing ragers, dude. Punching walls. You're so high school, like, dude. Eight security deposits. That's like my I'd thing. throw a small get-together with my close friends. Yeah, shut up. Ragers are... Give me anxiety. I wish I got you the card that I was going to get Scotty instead. Do you, you want to hear the, the cover of it? Yeah. This was it, was it was in the limited edition pile, so I was like, you already got Ooh, me. Ooh, that's an investment. <laughs> Agreed, and that's why it was $4, and I was willing to spend that. And it said, uh, in a world full of horses, you're my unicorn. And then inside was a bunch of unicorns. 
that said adopted. Oh, dude, you, well, then you I would have put adopted. You could have put adopted in word bubbles. The unicorns could have been telling him he's adopted. That's what, dude. I do it all the time. I like to hide them. Like it's a game. Like I'll write adopted in like like six like font like in like a corner and like you have to like really like like want to see it like, <laughs> right and i'm like yeah but you're adopted in the corner i'm glad you caught that one dude let's make a fake adoption certificate and then next year you get him a real card right okay like and so he thinks that like you guys are like growing up and you've gotten closer and you've matured past the yes. bit opens it boom adoption papers you prove to him that he's adopted and we, oh yeah, and I'll Photoshop it so it looks hella legit. Hella oh, of course, legit. dude. All you gotta do is put that in Photoshop, click the, the edit tab, and there's a button for uh, hella legit. I might be, dude, this might be my uh, my Halloween heist Brooklyn Nine-Nine style. I might plan dude. this all year. <laughs> Yo, I'm just riffing, but I actually think it would be hilarious to it convince your brother you were done with the adopted stuff. But then, like, shop him in a in a picture of an of another family that kind of looks like him in a weird way, and he's kind of and he kind of like thinks about it for a second, where he's like, they they have blue eyes and I have blue eyes, but nobody else has blue eyes. Like, like it, it's got to be like like a a mid tier athlete too, like like unknown. You know what I mean? Like someone that he's just like would want to be related to. Yeah, maybe like a really good racquetball player or something. <laughs> like a really good like pickleball champion. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just a fucking dude. Racquetball is hilarious because it looks like the most unathletic people trapped in a room where a ball is just coming at like eighty miles an hour. Oh yeah, dude, that ball goes like you come. Hilarious to watch. Hard, like this chair. I don't even know if I have enough back support. If I had to, that's not enough. That's not enough back support right there. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, almost got, almost got off. <laughs> yeah, dude, almost got off the ground. What would you do if it was just like a animated, like like a uh, coyote and roadrunner, where I'm just like, and like poking, you're like, what happened? Uh, I'd be super excited and probably call my dealer to get more. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, He's not allowed to smell those. Sorry, going back, make him related to a bowler. I think that'd be good. Um, he wouldn't be that excited, but it'd be pretty funny to make fun of him for. Bowler's pretty good. The bowler Stop. documentary now with the boy from I Think You Should Leave. Yeah, so dude. Funny. That was the guy so from funny. Dexter, weirdly. Yeah, he was whatever, but he kind of like balanced that a little bit. But the other guy just being like, what was it? It was like, he was like, suck my dick or something like that. Like, he just screamed at the end. And everyone was like, whoa, I guess that's his new like catchphrase. Like bad boy of bowling. Oh, yeah, no, that was his catchphrase. <laughs> suck my dick. Dick. He's like, suck my dick. <laughs> Evan rocking the producer Evan shirt. Do you like that touch, dude? Let me see the back. Let me see the back, baby. Oh shit! Sweet heat podcast, baby. Ooh! I tried to guys. I tried to give you guys a little bit of a personal touch each. Fuck yeah! Are we? uh, We're expecting to see this at some point, right? Yeah, it's somewhere down here. I can tell Rusty's like, let me see if I can. (laughs) I I would be wearing mine, but I wore it three days straight, and now it smells bad. I feel that, dude. Oh yeah, baby. This is like get it back, dude. Let me see that merch. Back. <laughs> dude, Cody came this himself. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it turned out pretty solid. To this team. They're comfy t-shirts too, man. Yeah, they really are. I did not 
cheap out. I didn't get the cheap T-shirts. I went with the cheap <laughs> right the roast like ones. Nothing but the best. We'll sell the fans garbage, but we're giving <laughs> us the best fabric imaginable. I got my uh, girlfriend uh, custom socks from Shutterfly for Christmas with her like dog's face on it. They came with no heel. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, <laughs> I feel like a lot of those are like, whoa, four dollars. Like wind socks. <laughs> So it's no, just dude, a tube. Like, it's just a stretchy fabric tube. You could just be a shitty business right now and be like, Corona. You know, like, you'd just be like, ugh, I know, but we're struggling. Dude, I just read an article about this uh, West Philly pizza place, right? That's only available. Tony <laughs> you wish, bro. You know we never franchise down West Philly. <laughs> um, it's called Pasquale's Pizza, right? Yeah. So, have you heard this? Nope, just sounds right. Word. So, it's Grubhub only, right? And this bitch gets uh, a pizza delivered, right? And she ends up texting... Huh? No. She ends up texting her Grubhub, dri uh, Grubhub driver to be like, Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but is there any chance this food is accidentally from a Chuck E. Cheese pizza? And he was like, well, I'm pretty sure they share a building, but... There was a sign in the window that said Pasquale's pickup here. And it turns out that the name of the the Italian the racist Italian chef in the, the fucking band at Chuck E. Cheese is Pasquale Pizza Pie or something like that. So they're trying to pawn off Chuck E. Cheese pizza as a pizza place? Yeah, dude, they made like a fake fucking front. Pasquale's pizza. And dude. meanwhile, that girl is a wizard for being like, no, 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 no. I've had a disappointing childhood. I know what <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese pizza tastes disappointing. like. Disappointing. I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Absolutely. You ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese, though? It ain't the best place in the oh, world. Oh, no, 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 no. Your parents are like, get in the jungle gym, and we'll see you in an hour. <laughs> What's this uh, fucking... Dude, I just think it's so That's funny. Hilarious. Oh, his name is Pasquale P. Pie Plate. He's the drummer for Munch's Make-Believe Band at Chuck E. Cheese's. He's also a pizza chef and an aspiring hey, the no, he's Wikipedia not. Guy. Hey, no, he's not. You know, <laughs> like, he's not. Like, as much as we want to pretend, he's like, no, actually, by night, though, he's, uh, no, he's not. He's barely a drummer. He's not even that. You walk into a West Philly pizza place. Animatronic Chuck E. Cheese pizza chef is there, just being a racist Italian. Just about, like N word. But <laughs> the lady in West Philadelphia being like, dude, apparently this new pizza place opened up. We're gonna order from Best Buy. Why don't you go with your regular place? You don't have a regular place. Because apparently she was like normally gets from the article said she normally gets from like Domino's, but she really wanted to make a point to support a local business during this coronavirus time. Sure Domino's are like franchisees. I'm pretty sure you still have to support the local ones. <laughs> pretty sure like a guy named Greg owns like one. Yeah, that's true. It's not like Mr. Domino owns it. Like like fucking <laughs> You still need help. You know what I mean? There's still they're, people. They're still a small business owner. They're just an uncreative one. Absolutely. Like, they went to join like a minor league team, and they were like, hopefully I get brought up into management, and uh, we'll see what happens from here. But, dude, that's that's like uh, – did you ever hear that story from before where apparently like a uh, – I don't even know a restaurant or a fast food place, but the cook basically came on the <laughs> food, and the woman was like – there's come on this, and you're like, whoa, whoa, dude. That was fast. That was super fast. Like, that 
girl, that girl would have been like, like I have to imagine that's the same girl. She's like, mm, Chuck E. Cheese come right here. That's Chuck E. Cheese come. I know that every day of the week, baby. <laughs> she, can that be the title? Is there a way Chuck to do e. that? Come? There's no way we could do that. Oh, I can put a star in between the uh, the the C and the M, and it would be uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, people. People connect that, all the right? E That's stands fine. for ejaculate. <laughs> Is there? Hold on, this sounds might sound crazy. Did you pick this up from a Chuck E. Cheese? This cum tastes very. No, I I did order the cum on it. No, I did I did order it that way. But it. Uh... So right now, this cheese is ass though. This cheese is ass. <laughs> Chunky cheese pizza is slamming. I don't know what it is with the tray. The tray's got like the little grooves in it, and it gives that like the little dimples in the. In the yeah. Forget I mean, about like, it. Let's be honest. It's fucking terrible. You mean flavor holes. But, flavor but holes. It's flavor good. holes could be the title as well. <laughs> oh man, I think we have the best titles, and we definitely have the best alerts in the game. Dude, I I can't believe like other podcasts haven't tried to rip off the alert system yet. Dude, our alert system is fucking probably the best part of the podcast. <laughs> My favorite probably of all time is still Asian Wolf Alert. Asian Wolf Alert. I don't even remember what episode that was. Uh, I don't either, but it was the one where we talked about how uh, Shih Tzus are like Asian wolves. Asian wolves, uh, dude. Dude, yeah, the days of uh, recording uh, at the living room table. Not even, like, the fucking coffee table. Oh, yeah, just, like, kind of, like, awkwardly facing each other, like we were, like, didn't know how to sit on our first date. And I have to imagine we sounded exactly like we sound right now over Skype. Like, we just, like, the quality before Evan came in was just garbage. Like, I didn't, I was like, did we clip? I don't think we clipped. I think we should be good. It, we kept it in the red, I'm pretty sure. Dude, we clipped all the time. <laughs> as soon as you would laugh, as soon as I would, like, our pop filters. It's not clipping shit. if you keep it at that decibel, no dude. Red. No red whatsoever. I don't even let it get to the red. You can scream into your microphone, it won't go red. And guess what? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. And guess what, Evan? That's why we don't have a shirt that says producer Jeff or producer Rusty. That's oh. why. I thought this That's was a misprint. Why. I thought this was a misprint. No. I thought it was supposed to go to producer Rusty. I'll be honest with you, the first time I wrote the first time I wrote it out on your name, I put Evan the producer, and then I looked at your Instagram handle and I was like, nah, he, I think you producer Evan. Yeah. And producer Evan rolls off the tongue better, I think, too. It does. I was just trying to put like something and I was like, nah, hold on, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait. wait a minute. Back, 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 back. <laughs> I was just trying to like add some, you know, personalized flavor to the cause like flavor think holes. about this. Dude, as a producer and like I feel like black and white is very, like, staff, very, like, part of the team. Like, that's a good Evan shirt. Rusty, dude, you know I had to get you the drippy, trippy fucking light blue. Oh, yeah, thing. dude. That's the so, blue that's looks so nice. That's a Rusty shirt right there. And actually, Rusty, I specifically, there was a couple light blues. I went with that one. I had to pick a different <laughs> and give you that light blue because I wasn't. Does it have a name? Probably light blue, but like the other ones might have been I'm like, sea like blue or sky rider. I don't. That's actually a good. That's a good name for a color. I yeah. just came up with it. Yeah, I like it, dude. Sky rider. Hit up Corolla, yeah, man. And like, give I don't me think a they're allowed to ride. We can go into business as gay guys, dude. You design clothes, I make up new colors. That's some fucking business. I don't know that. What is? Hold on. No. Does Evan have to be gay too? <laughs> I don't want no, that. I just no. I think people who would trust Here's are, are not being a two musk queer. I can only be it's either Evans in or I'm not being gay, and I'm fucking taking that stance. Evan. All right, all right, we'll be Evan, gay a little come bit. On. We'll be all gay, gay, gay with us. Gay. Yeah. Evan, choose to be gay with us. I'll take my shoes off. Let's do it. 
dude, speaking of gay. So, oh, dude. Speaking Days of gay. Bare feet. I was talking to my dad earlier, and he was talking about Pokemon okay. Go. <laughs> He's on Pokemon Go. He's like, remember how good of an idea Pokemon Go was? Like, talking about it strictly from a business standpoint. He's like, dude, genius. He goes, I remember reaching out and thinking – I might need to get like a like a someone over here near my property to get some traffic over here. I was like, dude, that'd be sick if you bought a Charizard for your property and was like, yo, kid. Is that how that works? Dude, think about it. I mean, how much business and influx could people get into certain locations and you go into a Starbucks and you go, you know, all this stuff. There's no – my dad said he's like, oh, dude, I looked into it. You had to pay. Could you imagine being like, I think I want to, um, how much is an Articuno? <laughs> and you're like, an Articuno? <laughs> Who do you think you are, Kylie Jenner? Get out of town. Articuno. You fucking win the lottery, dude. Buy a big-ass house and just fill it with legendaries. Yeah, no dude, furniture, like, dude. You're like, dude, is that a, uh, how much for, like, how about I have this much money? And you're like, I mean, you might get, like, a Pidgeot at best, bro. I mean, <laughs> fucking cool shit like that Ooh, the best i could do uh i could knock 200 off this crabby <laughs> how about i sent you that thing right the pokemon 2000 line wait no uh hang on i don't think so what the girl i thought i did the girl right. who's good oh i no but no it's stupid i was just gonna say i i just love the idea of an old like an old fucking shitty like old gill salesman just like come on come on please just take this pidgey just, uh, just buy a couple pidgeys they're gonna look so good i need this <laughs> you're gonna get more commoners with the pidgey the pidgeot you can get uh what's the other guy farfetch fucking like well Dude, you can get Far him farfetch farfetch got awesome, man. yeah he's got awesome big stick. farfetch is awesome dude don't even front, bro. Don't make me whip out Pokemon Stadium one or two. Don't make me do it, dude. Stop calling your nuts that, dude. It's weird. Hey, first of all, you know I renamed them, okay? Don't make fun. Don't make fun of Blast Toys down there. All right. <laughs> fun of, dude, it used to be Squirtle, but then I hit puberty. Uh, <laughs> I got a little older. When a man grows up, it is. <laughs> once, you start, once you started launching those loads, used to be Dripple and then Squirtle. <laughs> My chair, oh no. Yeah, now, now you launch back, used to just slowly slide down. <laughs> oh man, I don't remember what I was saying before you interrupted me. Uh, Pokemon 2001. A line that a girl says in Pokemon 2000. Oh yeah, dude, she fucking says... Dude, she says, wait, subtle on the lines of, like, you could tell she meant it, like, it was one of those jokes that went over your head as a kid, but you were like, as an adult, I went, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know Pokemon 2000 was dirty like that, but hold on, I have it right here. What does she say? No, but I have Krabbies. That's what the, the intro to the scene was. And then she said, no, I had Krabbies. And then they start laughing and they just <laughs> don't acknowledge it. And you're like, hold on, hold on. What did she say she had? She had Krabbies, bro? Dude, that's Rock a got in there. Dude, those jokes are the best, though. SpongeBob, king of that. King of that. King of that. Ooh, two gold doubloons. Don't drop them. It's bars of soap. <laughs> Patrick, your genius is showing. Where? <laughs> this is a great dude. Pokemon's the best at it. But I remember watching it because I was so bored that I fucking downloaded the Pokemon app to watch the Pokemon movies. And I was like, hold on a second. Five-year-old Jeff never caught that shit. 
Krabby's? That movie came out when I was five. I saw it for my fifth yeah, birthday. Yeah, dude, you used to play in the cum pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I loved the cum pit. Crawley's cum pit. Did you ever see uh, the... Uh, oh, Aaron, see do you know it. the name of that bar? You're gonna, you gotta get it. You gotta get it, Rusty. It's still alive? I, do you I remember think, the... I don't think, did uh, you get it? Uh, the, the bar with the... Yeah, I got it. Yes! Boyer? That's what's... No. I got a black dot. All right, all right. There we go. Uh, don't worry about it. Right. Jeff, I think I'm a murderer. Ah, you're fine. I've killed a bunch of flies in my life. Do you uh? Do you, you ever go to the bar in Philly where they have the ball pit? There's a bar with That's a ball pit. That's a thing. I have a I have a video. I have a feeling there's so much of it in that ball if pit. I can find it. Well, dude, what is it? Evan, can, let's see if you can look up concourse. Yeah. It's called concourse. Dude, I'm telling you, you get there. It's not a bad bar. Like if you're just hanging out, it's like isn't a big open call, space. Isn't that the official name for prison rape? <laughs> In the ball pit, yeah. It's actually just called ball pit fun over there. They rebranded it. Uh, but dude, yeah. Imagine a bunch of drunks getting in there, and you go, "Oh my STDs in here!" Like the <laughs> like, ugh. Huh? Yeah, a girl threw I up in a I can only imagine. Oh, I'm just yeah, gonna go swimming dude, real like, quick in the ball. And then and meanwhile, the drunks just like cannonball. No, <laughs> just fucking... absolutely not. I mean, it looks cool if I could well, rent it out for the day. Maybe if there's some arcade games or something. Can we the picture or like the 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 balls? If they if they had a version of this that every day they burnt it down and rebuilt a new one, that'd be cool. Yeah, like, that'd be cool. Balls. <laughs> Dude, but no, you, dude, you know they probably, they, at most, how do they clean that? Or do they take a fucking hose for like a second? How do they, how do they clean the balls? I was in charge <laughs> of cleaning the ball pit at the Garden State Discovery Museum. Do you know and let me tell you. The ball pit, like Creed from The Office. Like the guy who's not doing his fucking job. I wasn't doing my job. We were supposed to hand wipe every ball. First of all, if you think a kid for minimum wage, is gonna wash every ball, you can suck a dick. That's ridiculous. Oh, no. I didn't give a shit, dude. Those little kids could get tetanus. That's what I'm saying. I think it was more ridiculous to ask joke. you to do something for that. I get the rusty joke, dude. I I know the rusty jokes. Rusty cum pit, dude. God, now that I think <laughs> about ball pits, they're awful. Yeah, no, they're Wait, what the fuck? Like, As what a the kid, fuck? I knew that. Yeah, I just ball pits that were good for like, one thing and pit. one thing only. Telling your little brother that you wanted to play in the ball pit, and then when he gets in there, you pick him up and you throw him, and then you run away, and then he can't find you to bother you and your friends at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. You choke slam him into the balls deep, so by the time he comes up for air, you then submerge yourself in the balls, <laughs> and then he's like, "What the fuck?" And then you hit him with a fucking uppercut out of the balls. <laughs> out of the, dude, that'd be so awesome looking. Naruto <laughs> rising through yeah. the earth, dude. And it would freeze frame while the balls were like scattered in the air, and you're just like, "Ugh!" And it just like fucking Tony Ferguson and Justin King. Oh, Rusty, you're so cool, dude. I can't believe you did that. That's the coolest thing hot? in the world. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. You gotta get rid of the little shit. Well, I mean, I didn't fucking hit him with the, the fucking ball pit Hadouken. The Hypuken, dude. The Hypuken, dude. The ball pit, dude. Yeah. yeah, no. I just remember going to that bar and being like, that's cool as an idea. Like, that's like it. Like if that's like a room in your house, that's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Well, like, actually, I wouldn't be able to have that, dude, because I'd get like super fucking high, and then I'd end up just like 
doing some dumb shit in the like like eating pancakes in the ball pit, dude. <laughs> just forgetting with about Sarah. it. With Sarah, just Sarah. Like, eh. <laughs> this ball pit's sticky. Uh, Rob, Robert built a, a ball pit for uh, his son, and he has like a slide that goes into the ball pit, but it's in his room. So you're like, oh, that's just a dope bedroom for like a little kid, you know? Like no germs except for your germs. That's it. You know what I mean? If it's if it's your puke, it's your puke. Who cares? Oh right, yeah, dude. I have a puke I pit. my puke. Yeah. We all puke, dude, and we all laugh. I think it, right? we need more pits in this world. <laughs> I was watching uh, – we've been rewatching Parks and Rec, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the fucking intro, like, when they do the pit, like, the whole, like, first two seasons is, like, centered around the pit, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love uh, when Andy goes to do the uh, – I never noticed this before, but when he goes to record the song, and he's at the bar as Mouse Rat, and he's doing the I Fell in the Pit, but he says in twice to make the song go. So he goes, like, I fell in, in the pit, and it's just <laughs> just so the song works. <laughs> and you're like, dude, Chris Pratt is awesome in that show. Yeah, he's fucking the best. Him and he's Ron, just I think, really good. It's crazy that he's like such a fucking Christian loser in real life. Is he Christian? Acting, yeah, dude. Acting's nuts. He's like an evangelical, like weird Christian nutbag who's just like, honestly, God's given me so much. I'm so happy that I could uh, have all these gifts and talents. Like, do you think? Do you think once you make two hundred million dollars in Hollywood, you have to be religious? I think God gives you your two hundred millionth dollar. I think. I think that I, uh, when you get there. I agree, and Tom Cruise was like, science gave this to me. And they were like, nope, nope. And he goes, you told me I had to pick a religion. You didn't say I create my own. <laughs> we want to send a message that uh, successful people are religious. It's like, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, I'm with it, I'm with it. Uh, I have a bunch of aliens trapped in my body, too, so relatable. Honestly, I feel like I lost, not respect, but like, who was, uh, fuck, who was Chris Pratt's ex-wife? I feel like whoever uh, uh, Anna Ferris, yeah, Anna Ferris. I felt like that was weird, you know. Like I felt like that. I was like, dude, you could. I maybe Parks and Rec. You thought that was like a sick grab, but I think Star Lord could do better. Could do, and and Star Lord thought that as well. And I think Star Lord's <laughs> abs. I think like, you know, once he got out of his hometown, really got to see the galaxy, really got to guard some uh, green bitches. Uh, once he started fucking defending the world from dinos, I felt like he was like, dude, you could probably bat in the majors now. I feel like there's not yeah. – like if you took your shot with anybody at that level, nobody could go, what were you thinking? Like they would go, dude, why not? Give it a shot, you know? But like Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. He, got, he like, got muscles, dude. That's the thing. Like that's yeah. got to be – that's got to be scary, dude. If you're like watching your husband slowly – get super muscly, super successful, they start booking fucking Avengers movies, you gotta know the writing's on the wall, right? Like, you're that's like, scary. They're like, you should take that Ashton Kutcher movie. And you're like, what? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> I, I could be a superhero. And they're like, I know, but you're such a rom-com guy, right? You're probably like, that's right? your ceiling, like, I you think. <laughs> and he's just like, no. Go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> you make, listen, you make your own success uh, in today's industry. I feel like it's a little less on like who's pulling the strings. Me and my dad were talking about it. I was saying, uh, like, dude, look at somebody like Dax Shepard. Love him. I think he's great. Absolutely. And he's what? married to Kristen Bell. <laughs> you know what of the course. best thing about him is, is I hate him as an actor, but everything that he stands for and does, boom, dude, he's the best, man. And he makes so, some good but, shit too. He's cool. 
So I feel like all three of us can agree we have no issue. If if anything, we kind of like Dax Shepard, correct? Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. I'm not the well, biggest fan of his mo of the movies characters that he plays. Other lot, than Parenthood, great. which was like a TV show I didn't even really watch, what's his biggest role? Antagonist in a Dane Cook movie? Like he's a guy. What's that one where they went? Where they were, were in jail? There's that one, and then there's the one with the the, the 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 um the paddles, whatever, whatever the fucking river, right? Without a creek. Yeah. Uh, 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 wait, without a paddle. That might be the pinnacle paddles, of dude. Shepherd. I got all these fucking paddles all over my house. There's not a body of water for miles. I'm like really, that. I'm really up paddle uh, city without a creek, you know? <laughs> all right, I'm done with this riff. But dude, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Dak Shepard was like, here's the deal. If I can marry above my pay grade and maybe be able to swing a pretty successful podcast, I don't have to do anything in this industry anymore other than the things I want to do. Like, back then, dude, what is Dak Shepard's longevity in this industry? He had Here? friends, dude. It's the same but as that's like what I'm saying. You can make your own destiny. Dak Shepard said, I'm going to make myself a household <laughs> name. And he did it. And he's yeah. not that talented. He's not. But you know what? He's one of those guys who is like uh, like a, a pre-pioneer of podcasting because his thing was like decent looking, not the world's greatest looking, pretty funny, not the most funny, Can knows how to be on set, not a great actor, but personality. He was made for podcasting. Yeah. Dak Shepard is actually realistically like the highest my ceiling can be. <laughs> like that's pretty much where if I was the like, you like, think in acting or no in like people know me like just like the oh. highest I could ever get is there. Like anybody who's like, like I want to be Kevin Hart, you're like, dude, I'm just trying to <laughs> like live in a nice house, maybe be the spokesperson for like pistachios or something. Like I'm just trying to. <laughs> Be right. I could see you, dude. Comedy's a, a, a fucking long game, man. It's a, oh, I, I know. can. I, I think that like that's where you see yourself because like you can only fathom so far ahead. I see you getting to at least like a Maria Bamford level. First of all, thank you so much. That's like what wh where maybe not like everyone knows you. You're not like a fucking stadium comic, like. Yeah. But but fucking anyone who cares about comedy knows who you are. Like I. Yeah, that's what not I'm to say not that's to say that's your like absolute ceiling, but I think that's yeah, saying. I think that's absolutely reasonable for your career. The only thing that keeps me going in that in that regard is hearing people still get upset and surprised at my age, which is starting. To, I feel like <laughs> I'm starting to get to the age where if I go, they go, "How old are you?" and I go, "I'm about to be 25. I'm 24." They go, "Okay, right." But if I told people like if they're just like, "How old are you?" and I go, "24," and they still go, "What?" I go, okay, dude, I don't think we need to continue this conversation yeah, I mean, anymore. I get the that only the reason I think that is because I think maybe I'm just young enough still to still be in this motherfucking game. You know what I mean? Like, you, It's a longer game than you realize, my friend. Well, dude, I already look like a mature, handsome. Like I got, like, I got such like a Clooney vibe going on. You know what I mean? Like I, the I old think I get, that any sex tapes you made, they wouldn't, they, they would need a category on Pornhub. Like I don't think you could just put it in. Oh, dude, with, I would need with the rest of the horses. I would need really good editing. I would have to approve the final cut. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got one <laughs> to make you feel good about yourself here. Uh, Jeffrey a Dean Morgan. Huh? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the guy that was in a few movies. I love ago. He was he's fucking like well, I, I he, love he started he started fucking acting when he was like forty five. 
I know you hear that stuff about like Han Solo, right? When you're like, oh, dude, like, uh, what's his face? Fucking uh, Harrison Ford. Like, yeah, I think I couldn't name it. They were like, Harrison Ford was like installing a door on set, yeah. and George was like, do you want to be the star of my movie? And I go, I don't know if like. Wait, is that real? Wait, so, yeah, is that actually, actually true? He was actually picked up. I mean, I don't know if it was like installing door or et cetera, but like he was he was just a working dude. Like he oh, just did no, construction I'm... shit, and George Lucas saw him, and was like. Was I need you in a movie at some point really soon. I'm going to be in touch with you. And not yeah. too long later, it was he was um, he wasn't even the first he that the studios gave up wanted for the for Han Solo, but George Lucas was like, I think this is the guy. And this is and he wasn't acting. He was not and acting, he was what? just a dude. So that, George George Lucas wanted to fuck Harrison Ford, right? Yeah. Like, like, like that's like totally right. like like me and some chick and be like, Oh yeah, you can have this. I got like six more at home. He I don't he convinced uh, uh, I can't bear with names right now. The actress who plays Princess Leia, fucking Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher convinced her that they don't wear underwear in space. He said you can't wear underwear. They don't wear underwear in space. You're just making up the only rules of your universe, bro. Like, that's, like, that's dude. He was being a little bit Harvey Weinstein, but in a in a in a fictional sense. Like, like an like, in any way, dude. He was he was just like, fucking. Well, I mean, if you want to wear, but I guess you hate being a good actress. All right, so you play a space princess who just constantly needs access to her vagina, okay? Uh, it's just space we're talking about, okay? You, you got a blaster, you got to put it somewhere. Do I do I have a cool scene? Well, no, you're going to be a slave for pretty much like the first part. We're going to put you in like a really sexy outfit, and the men are going to come and save you. And uh, you're like, oh, oh, well, okay, all right. That was then, normal back I, then, though. For sure, and then he was like, yeah, "What are you wearing? Is it a bra? Why are you wearing a bra? I wouldn't wear in space." Okay, I mean, which of anything, anti gravity, you're probably like, put on a fucking bra, bro. Sports like it's bra. gonna be tough like out a, here. Like a carbon fiber sports bra would be perfect for space. But do did, you know did they give her like metal Batman nipples on her slave outfit, or was it like like a bra? It felt like metal Batman nipples. <laughs> That's what it felt. Like. Is Bat nipples. I don't know if they were there, but I am picturing them now. Um, That's it's what like I'm saying. A mix between George Clooney and Carrie Fisher. It's very bad. But if you're Harrison Ford or like a guy who's like acting and you use that story as fuel, you can't use that story as fuel because guess what? I don't think anybody thought Star Wars was going to be good. Even George Lucas said, this is going to fucking suck. The guy who played old Obi-Wan Kenobi was like, I'm fucking out of here, dude. I'm fucking, I don't have any faith in this. Just get my character <laughs> off. And meanwhile... They're like, can he? He's over here convincing chicks to not put on underwear, by getting a fucking carpenter to play like the the co lead of the movie. And you're like, yeah, dude, Star Wars wasn't supposed to be what Star Wars was. It just happened to work yeah. out. <laughs> just it's a like carpenter. Just a carpenter. I know another guy who is just a carpenter. Clay Guida. <laughs> was that where you guys were going? No. Yo, wait. Was he really a carpenter, or do you think his nickname was Jesus, and they made him change it? Holy conspiracy theory. <sighs> I think I think he was a carpenter, but boy, you almost got me from <laughs> You almost got me from really think Sorry, about that. Just popped a snapple, dude. Had to toss it the fact. Dude, because guess what? My goal is life is to just have an answer for at least every conspiracy theory. Just like have like at least one like a one liner to just be like, yeah, but okay, shut your mouth. You know what I mean? So you, now I have yes to, or no. 
I don't want to ever have to po- I don't want to ever have to ponder a conspiracy theory. I want to be able to yes, no, fucking right off the hip. I, I always get hit with the uh, Earth's flat, and I go, okay, what's the moon wallpaper? That's a good one. That doesn't sound like a joke that somebody would say you could use that in your act about. You could totally. Somebody probably definitely thought of that, but I'm just saying it's an easy argument when you're talking to a moron, not in the comedy scene, Rusty, around other intellectual like, like human a, beings. Or even just I'm talking about like an idiot mechanic yeah. who's at like my family <laughs> party. He's like, "The Earth flat, dude," and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna totally." The Earth flat. flat. Um. Flat, bro. All right. So, so this is a, a a conversation I overheard between some hippies recently. Um, I'm not saying the Earth is flat. But why does it have to be round? Why not a rectangle? Well, no. I, well, we can. Uh, well, I mean, we can play the what if game about everything. <laughs> like that's. How about because planets, bitch? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rectangles gravity? also still flat. Um. Gravity. Uh. The equator. Uh. I don't know. Rotation. Other things that have to do with the Earth. Oh, dude. I actually like speaking of overhearing hippies. Uh. My roommate had a friend over recently, oh, God. and I, I just, I couldn't help but just like eavesdrop on their conversation a little bit, because he was saying, uh, "Yeah, man." So I ate like what must have been a ten strip, bunch of doses. I'm listening to this band; they're shredding, but it's like it doesn't really break like through that level, and that's when I realized that I hate mediocrity, and ever since that moment. That's why I've been complete success in everything I've ever done. Here's the deal, Rusty. Now, is this somebody that was like a close friend to your roommate or just like somebody who came over? I think like like an old friend. Here's the deal. I'll ruin a relationship. I'll ruin – like did you bring him over? You're not going to be friends with him anymore because you're <laughs> over. Yo, gonna, go have, MTV's parental control. Just be like, all right, dude, here's two more friends that me and your mom picked out. You're going to go on dates with both of them. And at the end of the show, dude, I you swear, pick which one sleeps with your mom. I'd be like, please elaborate. So everything you've done has been a success? Everything you've done? What are you doing here right now? Right. What are you doing here right now? What are you buying? Because you, nothing. I begin, No, but that's a great point because I'm not a success. You know what right. I mean? Me and, I'm, and I'm here right now. And if you're in my house, you're not as success either. Yeah, it's like Chris Pratt's not coming over giving a fucking motivational speech in the fucking, you know, living room. You're like, dude, wait, that, wait, you're like, how'd you get here? And if Chris Pratt tried to come over, I'd be like, no, no. You're, you're, like, you're taking us out to lunch. You're not stealing the aliens out of my body, Chris Pratt, okay? Dude, I don't know. I feel like... I hate that people are like, that's why everything I do is such a success. I visualize success, and I just get out there, and I do it. And you're like, you know, no, definitely. But how much did your uh, parents help you fund your dreams and stuff like that before you failed out of college and stuff, and they had to pay for your debt, and you'd have to go back into that stuff again? <laughs> but please tell me about how much of a success you are by your parents bailing you for everything you've ever done in your entire life. We need to abolish, like, talking about, like, your dreams, okay? Because I think that people get really, like – really fixated on this idea of like, that's my dream. Here's the, here's the deal though. You're fucking 14, 15, you're in high school. You don't have dreams. You have guesses. You have, you are fucking taking a guess at, at what adults are gonna tell you that's a good job decision and what you might actually possibly not hate. Like yeah. it's really, it's, it's a pop quiz time. What do you wanna do with your life? Dude, you don't have a... dreams as a 16 year old? I didn't have dreams until, like, fucking la- I, last year, probably. 
here's what I want to get paid for in life, okay? Comedy, uh, playing video games. Uh, I would also accept being UFC matchmaker. Those are the three the roles I would take in my life. I would and those are my dreams. Job. And those are my dreams. And that's I, it. If, if I'm being dead honest, if somebody was like, listen, you got to quit touring comedy for a little bit. You got to do a residency in Las Vegas because you're going to be here quite a bit being the matchmaker. I'd be like, listen, I can make matches on the road, bro. I could fucking sit there in the hotel room and be dude. like, listen. Dude, you got to do a, like a March Madness tournament for MMA, right? And whoever has the best bracket becomes the new fucking matchmaker. Like, it shows you understand the styles, and it's an homage to Willy Wonka, which, you know, uh, fucks with heavily. Which, let's be real, I wasn't uh, thrilled with a lot of the outcomes of the card, but what a well-put-together card. Yeah, let's I, I really enjoyed it. I, well, I enjoyed it. I was just drunk and a little angry uh, because... Uh, a lot Jeff of drunk and a little angry. I, I was actually, I feel like a lot of angry. <laughs> angry. Hey, I'll, I'll take uh, two beers and a lot of angry. Thank you. you know um, how? Two beers and a lot of angry. You've been around me, dude, after an Eagles loss. Well, oh, I just know to be quiet. I, I literally. You would think I was on the team. You would have thought that I was, I practiced the two-a-days. The fucking, you know, I was there for all the yeah, long no. days. You, you act like the coach benched you halfway through the game and you would have won if they put you in. I don't but... want to be way but i am and i said like we came home from my parents and me and aaron sat on the couch and i had a beer and i literally like felt myself being like five years i waited five years for tony versus khabib and i'm never gonna see it and i just had to be upset that night like i wasn't even like happy for justin i was happy for justin gagey but i was more pissed off that khabib ran or fucking handled his corona time or whatever he had to fucking do because i waited five years he definitely had corona bro he definitely had corona it's the only thing i could think he's, of he's like right now is corona time soon will be khabib time and you're like, yeah it's corona time for you bro you got corona <laughs> corona 19 uh, you know covid 19 khabib probably about, like 22 about, uh, i'm not gonna lie dude i have some bad news for you oh, yeah. i think you're gonna be mad i think you're gonna disagree i think you're gonna call me stupid you think h would be connor uh, I think Gaethje's gonna beat Khabib. Oh, I don't think that's stupid. Oh, okay, really? I don't... Oh, no, I don't think that's stupid. Here's the deal. Finally, finally, we will get to see Gaethje's ground game. I've never seen it. I've just not... They're like, he's a really good wrestler. And you're like, okay. <laughs> go to the ground against Tony, I don't even know what we're doing. Like, I can't... I've never seen him do it. So it's like, let's see how good of a wrestler he is so I can see it. And if there's somebody that would knock out Khabib not named Connor, it's probably Justin. Because that was the cleanest and smoothest and most precise and calculated Justin game. Calculated. I've never shot selection was... I, I sold him to people as this, like... Chuck Liddell, like, <laughs> bite down on your mouth mouthpiece. He's got good takedown defense, but you probably won't even see it or need it. He's going to close his eyes and bang. And I'm watching it, and people are like, I don't know, man. He looks pretty technical. And I'm like, yeah, he looks pretty good, actually. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, he's actually never looked like this in his life. He may have done some sort of parent trap type situation. Um, How about Trevor Whitman in the corner? Fantastic coach. First of all, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, take 10% off your punches. You're trying to fucking kill this guy. That <laughs> and to just hear that clear as day over the things, he's like, dude, you're trying to fucking kill this guy. Take Like, when your coach is like, stop trying to kill him. 
like the other guy like fucking tony's coaches were just like yo i think they're trying to kill you dude like i don't want to freak you out right now but there's a murderer in this cage I mean, Justin couldn't have looked better, and I don't think – I think that was easily the worst Tony Ferguson's ever looked in That's the octagon. That's exactly what I was about to say. Tony has never looked worse in the last five, Do you think it was years. the two weight cuts? No. No. no I, I really think it's I really don't because it, it looked like skill, but it was like he, he looked, looked like – slow. He was slow. He was, right? So, like, I don't know if that's age. I don't know if I, that, like – It's been a little while since I've seen him. Um, but, like, he I, also – I think he looked slow, but I, I think he looked unprepared. I think it just didn't go the way he expected. Because I, I would yeah. have never in a million years thought Gaethje would ever fight like that. That was fucking clinical, dude. He also looked to have zero power behind his punches. Yeah. I mean, like, he was at he was He couldn't at even get inside to throw a bow. No. He couldn't even do that. And that's his... He, well, he wasn't problem. landing cleanly. He had two... I think he had two decent hits with an elbow, but it was more forearm, and they weren't... You know, you really want to clip with the... The edge even so his, uh, that. even his uppercut that like rocked Gaethje Whoa. at the end of a round. You were like, "Listen, man, you got him with that one punch, but like you didn't win the round." No. And Gaethje's uppercut looked like it was about to land harder. Like you just yeah. kind of got lucky that you hit the I target. Just, first. That was I, like I, Dan Hardy, Carlos Condit with the the left hooks yeah. at the same uh, time. Uh, and Carlos was just said, "Just said, did you want a really really crisp one?" actually if you tighten that up a little bit um <laughs> i think ferguson started losing the fight late in the second round even though he still had that he still he lost he every he won the first round in my mind are you higher than me somehow it was the it was the big it was the big hit at the end you can i i give him that point i mean it you get I, I, you the big hit at the he, ends in the second round I don't remember the, which up, round. The uppercut was in the first round. When he, no, when it was he, in the second round. Was it? It, was, it was the bell of the second round. All right. I don't know. Regardless, though. Well, we I, know, I, I know this because I won $5 betting on the uh, Cruz Cejudo fight and then trying to be a nice guy to my roommate who lost five bucks Gage? to me. <laughs> I was like, tell you what, dude, double or nothing, I'll take Gaethje. We can wash the bet out. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> Ooh, the first round, I was like, yo, Gaethje looks good. He won that. The second round, I was like, how do you score that? He was like, definitely for Tony. I was like, I don't know, man. Here's my thing. Uh, Tony had no shot of winning that fight. Let's just say hypothetically he won one round, but he didn't even, I don't think. I think he, like, literally, it was about to, if he didn't get finished there, I mean, it was about to be a, a five, I mean, a 50 to 45 scorecard. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was going to be dominant. And then, how about Dominic Cruz's comments about the fucking ref? Did you oh, hear that? Yeah, he smelled like alcohol and cigarettes. Dude, first of all. Yeah, he smelled but, like my stepdad, so you uh, know we can't trust him. Um, but yeah, dude, what a bold statement. You better be right, because if not, dude, you're coming after someone's character, and you just look bitter. You, yeah, you look like a I dumb bitch. With, I wasn't thrilled with the stoppage. I mean, uh, in the moment, just but at the same time, it's like it's tough because people go, "Oh, there's like you know, like ten unanswered shots," and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, but when you get rocked, let's just say you're rocked for like three seconds. Do you know how easy it is to squeeze in ten shots in like three seconds? Do you know what I mean? Like you could still. I didn't think he was like those those shots were killing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, he's moving, he's working towards the cage a little bit. Is he out of it? Absolutely, absolutely, he's out of it right now. But how many times have we seen, dude? If if it was modern MMA today, right, Frankie Edgar would have never had that trilogy with Gray Maynard. 
because no. he would have been he would have been finished 17 times. <laughs> 17 times he would have finished. They would have added like three losses to his record after that second one. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, a little bit part, like a part of me wants to be like, listen, if they said they want to go out on their shield, let the motherfuckers fight. Yeah, but that was a pussy ass move of Dominic to be like, I just like, I'm very disappointed in the stoppage, especially because I specifically asked the ref to let me fight on if it looks like I'm in trouble. I mean, yeah, that's not really that. how no. it works. Like, it's like the it's like the Brendan like, Schaub, Travis Brown thing all over again when he's like, I told the referee that I was fine. And it's like, dude, he had your back and was punching you in the back of the skull. You could say that all day. My eyes are telling me you're in trouble. <laughs> I th- I think, in trouble. I think you can't be like, hey, is- ref, I might run out of bounds. Just give me a second. I'm going to recover. I'm going to get back in the line. Like, that's not how it works. Hey, and then did you? The cruise, the cruise fight was stopped, I think. I mean, I, I at first, I, I kind of agreed with it just because I was I kind of watched it, and I was seeing his hand wasn't up. I mean, he was just getting his head smashed in. And I think that if he would have let it go, there is the chance that he recovers from it, but there's also the chance that if the ref goes for another three seconds, that this guy has brain damage for us for his life. For sure. Hey, so, hey. We're, you, you fighting, you getting brain damage. Yeah. Okay? You, you know? It's like when people are... <laughs> Why does that work for football when they go like, well, they knew what they were signing up for? And you're like, yeah, no, I know. Did you did you think that this guy shot a, a half-court shot at a basketball game and won a fight against Francis Nagano? Like, that's not <laughs> what happened. You signed up and trained. Like, Scotty, was, my brother was trying to tell me, he's like, did you know Logan Paul is was actually like a really good high school wrestler? Like, he would not be as bad as you think in the UFC. I went, what did you just say to me? Anyway, he was a high school wrestler. I went, he was high, high school, school wrestler? He goes, he won like a state championship. I go, so not a national champion or a college national champion or an all-American or I go, or an Olympian? Because I don't know if you know this, Daniel Cormier is an Olympian and I've seen him get his ass beat. I go, if there's levels to this shit, because he was like, dude, he basically be like a black belt in wrestling. And I went. A black belt uh, in wrestling. Brock Lesnar has lost fights. That's all I'm gonna say. Brock Brock Lesnar has lost fights. I had to be. I do. I'm at like my family's, and I'm like not trying to be that guy, but I'm like, dude, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Was this I tonight? Go, he said this. Like the fight night. Fight night. Oh, I'm going. Damn. I'm going. So drinking a little bit. You know what I mean. So I'm getting a little heated. But I'm like, dude. Imagine a dojo. You pick. Taekwondo. Muay Thai jiu-jitsu, boxing, any, you know, tra- anything. Imagine a place like that. I go, imagine the baddest dude in the gym. That dude's fighting the baddest dude in that gym. And one of them are going to look like a pussy-ass bitch. I go, yeah. Logan Paul ain't – I go, unless you're giving him CM Punk, I probably would take Logan Paul over CM Punk, and that's about it. I hate – yo, if that happened, I'd be you so know- mad. Let's be real. I'd be so upset, dude. CM Punk, Logan, and Paul. Who you taking? Be dead honest with yourself. Be dead honest with yourself right now. I want to boycott the card. Is that an option? I'm taking Logan Paul because I'm being honest and you asked me to be, but I'm, I want to take CM Punk because he's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's like, I will give you the answer you're looking for because you are making me and there is a gun to my head, but I am not happy about it. <laughs> I want to break up. If you're, you ask me to be honest about it, I want to break up, but I was going to stay together with you. So how about that? Um, Dude, he would 
win. He That's what's so hard. Crazy. He would throw him around. Oh, it would be so bad. Even if he had to. He would take CM Punk to the Suicide Forest. He he would. Yeah. He would. He would yeah. hang him up on the cage. Put on his little fucking Toy Story hat. CM Punk lost to a reporter. He lost to a reporter, bro. Well, that Mike Brown guy was like a journalist. Michael Jackson? Sure. What was his name? Oh, no, no, no. Michael Jackson's the guy who fought Mickey Gall. Never mind. I think it's, no, it's the same guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Both those guys lost to Mickey Gall. That was the stipulation. And then they fought each other. And that guy... Well, I just Googled him. Michael Jackson. That's yeah, not helpful. Luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, he fought CM Punk. Wait, wait, wait. Get as close as you just were into the laptop and tell me that you don't look like a guy who's trying to take my order at Burger King. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, no, no, no. What did you say, though? Extra pickles? Yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Would you like an apple? <laughs> or whatever that is. Yeah, all I know is that... uh what you have to do is just do Khabib versus Gaethje, and unfortunately, I don't think he would do it, but I think the the fight that makes sense is you just got to then do Conor versus Tony. Because then at that point, think about this. Think about outcomes, okay? If Khabib wins and then Conor wins, you get Khabib-Conor. If Khabib wins and Tony wins, you still get Khabib-Tony. After all, it doesn't have as much shine, but it's still great. And then, it, and then what happens with the losers? Then you're either getting Connor versus Gaethje, or you're getting, you know what I mean? Like, it's still going to be I good. I don't want to see a Tony Gaethje remake. I don't want to see that's, it. I don't care. So you have a 25% chance, and that's and that's all that's going to happen. But Connor, <laughs> Connor said he's going to fucking bust him up, dude, and I think he would. I don't know. Tony? It's different, dude. That kid, no. Connor came at Ga Gaethje. I, all right, I have this problem of, like, really getting, like, high off the last fight I saw and being, like, he's a world beater, pound for pound greatest, because I saw it Poirier. most recently. Los Alvarez. I can't think of anyone in the division who I pick over him right now. Who, Justin? Yeah. Uh, I got Connor. I think that— Style, Stylistically, it, that's all. I, I think people are sleeping on, like, yeah, not only did he have fantastic shot selection, but he f fucking— his. Like distance management was so good. Like yeah. his he fought yeah, really defensively. It. Shot selection's great. Mixed it up. Controlled his power really well. Listen to his coach. I have a lot of faith in Trevor Whitman. And I forgot to say this before. We were talking about why Tony Tony Ferguson looks slow. There's a lot of reasons it could be. One of them's that Gaethje kicked his leg until it started bleeding. Like he was Great. bleeding from the ankle. He was shooting blood like you shoot cum. Yeah. Low. Or with a hard, hard flow. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> All I don't know. All I'm saying is Connor is a master, a master at, at distance and and precision. And I think if Gaethje gets in there looking to fucking throw those rocking hooks, Connor's just going to hit hit him twice with some fucking straight shots before he's even ready for it. I think if you're going to go with distance base, Connor has the advantage. I think if you're going to go footwork, I think Connor has the advantage. If you go leg kicks, I'll give you Justin Gaethje all day. If you go wrestling, I'll give you Justin Gaethje all day. How much is he going to implement of that? A ton of a ton of leg kicks, I'm sure. But for me, I think precision alone, you know, pound for pound striker, I think mm -hmm. Connor's the better striker. So, so the, I, I've gone... I've been thinking about this since the fight happened, Connor's and the reason I'm picking, yeah. I, I think, I, I think, I mean, 
Tony also had, but and he's not as, as good a striker as Connor, but he had like a seven-inch reach. Yeah, six and a half look at Tony's reach. elbows; they stop at his waistband, dude. Like his elbows were literally like next to his pants, and I'm like, that's I don't that's know where about that's him, where, about, about, <laughs> where mine are at too. I have really long arms for my height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mine are like my, tucked. My, like, I'm only, I'm like five eleven. I have the wingspan of somebody who's like six two, six three. So, that's, dude, I'm also arms. short with a tall wingspan. That's yeah. great. I have an average wingspan for my height, but my shoulders are ridiculous. Yeah, oh, I have baby you're, shoulders. Hey, you're, you're a big man. You're a shitty bird, bro. Dude, them them shoulders though. Oh. Yo, Jeff just starts flapping away with his shoulders. Talk about wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking. Uh, just fucking no. killing it, dude. I'll just finish the fucking thought. Uh, Connor, I think, has the best stylistic matchup against Poirier, except for maybe Khabib, depending on how that goes. Yeah, against Gaethje. Uh, but I think that Trevor Whitman gives Gaethje the edge. He's a he's a good coach. He's a good game planner. And Doesn't I matter. think... I don't know. I can just see Gaethje striking in combination and specifically setting up Connor to be open. Baiting right, just... him to counterpunch and counterpunching the counterpuncher. That's how I see that fight going. It's the let me speed hit you with, of Connor. Let me hit you, it is the speed. But also let me hit you the devil's advocate there then. If you're gonna if you're gonna give a fighter the edge based on their coaching, has Connor not gone up against some pretty well coached guys? I don't know, a ten year undefeated Jose Aldo camp, a uh, a uh, I don't know fucking Eddie Alvarez, Mark Henry. I mean, yeah, no, really they're, Mark they're Henry. good coaches. And, and I'm not saying that, but Trevor Whitman is the kind of coach who I think recognizes his fighters' weaknesses when coming up with a game plan. I think that you can't react to Connor's hand speed, but what you can do is if you can bait him to throwing a certain punch, then you don't even have to like deal with the hand speed because you're already throwing what you need to react with. And that that's how I see that fight going. I mean, Connor's I also known to take a fucking punch, dude. He might not have a Tony chin, but Connor's got a fucking chin on him. Like he, you know what it is? It's that big dome, dude. He's got a big ass head, he and he's eating some. Uh, he's eating some monster shots before, and he's and he's got even when Khabib dropped him, the first thing Connor did was scoot right back up and hit him with a fucking knee to the head. I mean, yeah. Connor was right, and then put Khabib's back on the cage for a second. Like he's even when Connor's been hurt. He hasn't even really been hurt. Like, he was only hurt ever against Nate Diaz in the first fight with a staph infection. That's the only time. Oh, actually, speaking of that, um, I read I today. The, did you see the that? The debate between those two. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, <laughs> that I'm, comment, I, shut I your say, eyelid. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Connor, uh, Con on uh, Dana White's post, Connor, Connor put like a post like, oh, looking forward to the, the fights tonight, and Nate just put shut your fucking mouth or something. Yeah, he, and said, Connor, he said shut your bitch ass up, and then Connor said uh, shut your eyelids or some shut shit. Your eyelid. He said shut your eyelid and sign the contract. Yeah. <laughs> I would, like to see, I would like to see that. I, I want to see the trilogy fight. Um, I think that's a big draw for UFC if they brought it to Fight Island. I think that's going to get a lot of tickets being sold. I mean, not ticket tickets, but, you know, online. I don't care who he fights. Yeah. Just fight. Please Just fight. fight. He I don't care to. if you fight Corey Mossfall. I don't care if you fight Justin Gaethje. And let's be real. I don't care if you fight Khabib. None of these are easy. None of them are easy. Jorge, he's a tough fight for Connor. For Connor, it's a super tough fight. Maybe super. one of the toughest for him right now. I think he has a better shot of beating, beating Gaethje than Masvidal. But also, hypothetically, hold on. Gaethje Masvidal would be a banger too, dude. That's a tough fight. I think I think the skill of Masvidal takes, still. takes it over. No, though, no, no. That's, that's hard fight. to pick. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be a good fight, though. 
I would give it to Masvidal on like weight cut alone. Like I think that if it was like an even one seventy, like a like Justin went up for it, then I then I'd be like, okay, now it got interesting. <laughs> Connor saying he's gonna destroy the one seventy pound division though does make me laugh. Where I'm like, you just stop, stop it, stop it, Kamaru Usman. You're allowed to 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 ride Connor's dick as long as you don't like you know. I'm like, an MMA. Just keep your eyes open while you do it. Like like you can kiss him, but you know eyes open. Yeah. I told you, I flipped the switch down once he was fighting Floyd. I was like, listen, guys, heads up. All my fight knowledge is going out the window. I just have to be a fanboy and and hope for the, like, just greatness here. I'm just rooting for greatness here. <laughs> and I had to throw it. But then as soon as it was over, I was like, I knew he wasn't going to fucking win. <laughs> like, he's a professional boxer, dude. It's like uh, in, the, in the office when uh... – Jan's coming with her baby, and Michael talks to Holly, and he's just like, I want you to know that my ex is coming. I'm going to be being, like, really mean to you. Don't worry about it. It's all an act. You're like, guys, I'm going to say some things I don't mean in the next couple of days, but, uh... Dude. And what you said we're at... Yeah, I think Connor could knock out God. at an hour and eight minutes. Connor could knock out everybody. He actually or, does uh, have that capability. I mean, he might not, but he cool. does have the possibility because he's he so quick. He also can get beat. He can get yeah. beat by people, and, and it's again, it's styles make matchups. I've always said I think Connor could beat Tony. I said that ahead of time, and I think we proven that like an elite striker who doesn't get maybe I don't know. I don't know if it, what is. It? I don't know what makes Barbosa fall short in those moments because he was a great striker, mm-hmm. but like he just doesn't. He falls short. But I think I don't know. I think Connor can knock out anybody in the lightweight division. I think it's body type at a certain point. We don't have to get into it. It's like kind of like I'm ready to wrap it up. But like Barbosa is somebody who I think it, he just gets hit different. The way is like he he's a lanky dude with a big head. Yeah, he doesn't have the chin. Like but also out or not not knocks him out, but knocks him down with like a jab. Knocked him down with a jab. And, and sometimes our, like, natural benefits can also be what holds us back. He's got these long legs. I'm sure that with his size and his frame, he's encouraged to close distance. But he closes distance. He's got a weak chin. Uh, talking Barboza. You know what I mean? Like, like I think there's a lot of X factors when it comes to, like, you can learn the skills. But, like, were you did God make you for this? Like, did God put the right aliens in your body? Or maybe you got some, like, gay karate aliens. Like, as a man with shoulders, I can tell you right now, we've all seen Connor's shoulders, and he's got the frame as a fighter, you know? Like, God gave him those shoulders to knock people the fuck out. <laughs> you know, like, he's a holy warrior. Dude, I'm telling you right now, could I knock out anybody I wanted to? I don't think so. But with the right amount of work and preparation, with a big the enough frame's hammer? here, dude. The frame's, are, the frame's here, dude. These shoulders are ready to go. I think I'm ready to go. Yeah, I think I'm ready to go, too, because the, the gas champ's got to go take care of some business. Hey, all right. Send me a bill, brother. All right, boy. Peace out. Yo, good shit, guys. All right. One in the hand, one in the bag, bubbling. Look at the cash, look at the cash coming in. Come get your man, see your nigga bugging me. Just see the bag, quit out a jaw jacking me. Don't even pass me that, I don't want none of it. These niggas mad about it, had enough of it. Whoa, why did you say it? How that popping is shaking. Got me hot. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.